0: Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F A I T H. Now, here are the Friars. Welcome to the Become Fire podcast. It is your host, Brother Paul. Although Yay. not normally the host, I am this time. Yay. Very exciting to be here with everyone. I am accompanied. Uh, I'm blessed to be here with... My esteemed pater's, Father Anthony Tinker. That's me, and Father Peter Teresa McConnell. Hello, hello. It's good They're, to be back on the set. Yeah, no, we, we've. I have not been here for a while. We haven't been able like to link back, up. Back we, on the set. We haven't been able to link up the three of us in a, in a minute. The three amigos reunite. I I'm saddened that the uh, we only had one cast as just with the brothers, but I'm very happy to be back with my with my colleagues with my the priests who who run the community actually. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so watch so we did not say. pay the so, so Watch what you say my friend no, I'm Just <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> My priest, my formators and I'm blessed to call brothers. Amen. Amen. But uh so I guess I don't know if you guys want to give people an update about like what you've been doing Father Anthony and why have you not been here. What's been going on in your life before we dive into Yeah, kind December of the is a
1: crazy month as a priest. There's certain like times. Like I think the Christmas season's busy for everybody, mm-hmm. but especially as a priest, it's like doubly busy. Uh, <laughs> with Advent, confession times, uh, with just the regular day to life of the priest, and yeah. particularly Christmas. Christmas is not a day off. It is definitely a work time. So um, it's it's a joyous time, it's a beautiful time, but um, so yes, we were, uh, just doing all the Christmas things. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit sick there in the middle of, of I tried. I forgot uh, about that. December. I kind of was under the weather for a couple of days. Uh, I, it's kind of one of those, I was like, like, I feel like a parent in a real way. Cause it's like, I was under the weather, but I still like. Had to do things.
0: Yes, like, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, just kind of like, well, it's still to, We had a couple brothers go down
0: and it was it wasn't looking good there for a little there's while. There's masses that still have to be
1: said so and things to be done. The, so yes. trying to keep people safe in the midst of it, but at the same time, just have to do things. And then um, we had Christmas itself, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we went up to show low for a few days. And, yes. uh had some brother time. And then I went over to Detroit in order to yes. help our brothers get moved into the seminary. So it's been a, a whirlwind of uh, December and beginning of January thus far.
0: Yes, yes. Well, we are very pleased that you're back with yeah, us. Yeah, it's
2: good to have you back, Father. Yeah, thank podcast's you. Podcast is not the same without you. That's
0: right. That's right. Much love. And on that note, make sure you love this podcast by Ooh. liking and subscribing at all you, platforms that podcasts the can transition. be- This is why he's hosting. Wow!
2: This is why we pay him a big buck. That's
0: right. That's right. And so, but we've been we've been doing kind of series, and we've had a couple smattering of different uh, uh, episodes, kind of in between that. Uh, Yes, yes. (laughs) A smorgasbord. (laughs) A smorgasbord. Yes. (laughs) But uh, so we we kind of started one with the storms. Like, what do you do when you're in the midst of the storms? And then try to have one where we were like, okay, what does it mean to be in the mountaintop of the Lord? How do we get to the mountaintop? And obviously, that the, the storms in a way prepare us for the mountain tops. But what do we do? Um, kind of, this would be the start of our series, and we'll go through other Old Testament stories. But what do we do when we're imprisoned? Um, which seems to be a, almost a more intense. It's not no. It's no longer just like a natural disaster that's that's attacking us. It's not the ways of the storm, but to be the very people around us who are putting us in prison. And today, we'll be looking at the story of Joseph um, from Genesis. Who gets sold into slavery by his brothers and then is eventually cast into actual prison? And so I don't know if you want to. So this is what we're doing with Joseph today, but Father Anthony, I don't know if you have the want to give them kind of a, uh, a thumbnail, a sketch. thumbnail sketch of where we'll be going, um, and maybe even flesh out a little more. Like, what do we mean by being in a captivity, just kind of a get in the meta before we get into the particular.
1: No, beautiful. I think like, like you said, when we did the storm series, it was, we were talking about storms I and mean, deeper. We're talking about our spiritual lives. Mm-hmm. I think we're trying to do the same thing with this, where we're talking about being imprisoned in prison and these characters, Joseph, Daniel, Peter, and Paul, the four characters we go through who all experience imprisonment. Yeah. Um, but um, and how the Lord frees them from that captivity, frees them from the imprisonment, but on a deeper level, how we feel spiritually imprisoned, how we have to go through these times of, like you said, where other people feel like we put us in a prison. We feel like, uh, like our souls have just been imprisoned by sin because of, our, sometimes it's our own mistakes, not the storms around us, but we have done things to put ourselves in prison sometimes. And just talk about how this Lord comes to bring spiritual freedom to us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're talking about Joseph. He's beginning. We're in Genesis. Old Testament character. Yes. And he is um, kind of the last story. His story is the last story Mm -hmm. of the Genesis Mm -hmm. series. Um, His father, Jacob, has had 12 sons. We heard all about him. And Joseph is the second youngest of these sons. He's the oldest of Rebecca, um, who Mm -hmm. is the favorite of Jacob. And he is the older brother of Benjamin. And so um, he's been given this coat of many colors. His brothers are really jealous. And a sweet robe. Yeah, got a sweet, sweet robe, robe. And he's had these dreams in which the sun and the moon, and the stars all bow down and worship him. And yes. the brothers are like, uh, and even his dad's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking you know about? Who I am? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your father. <laughs> uh Joseph, I am your father. <laughs> and uh, and uh but and so eventually um there's an opportunity his brothers have when Joseph comes to bring them food while they're shepherding, and they say, hey, You know what? Here's the dreamer, let's take him. And so they end up, uh, basically, they're going to kill him. Um, he's convinced not to be killed by um, one of his brothers, I think, Judah. I'm not positive. That's one of the which, older brothers. Which brother, uh, maybe uh, Simon Levi, Simeon Levi, whoever it is. Anyway, they convinces the brothers not to kill him. They throw him in his sister, and eventually they sell him off to, um, basically, these traders who are going to Egypt in order to uh, get rid of him. And then they, they put blood all over the coat and they bring it to his dad saying, hey, Jacob, your son is dead. So it's kind of the beginning of his imprisonment. At first it's slavery, then imprisonment, slavery kind of being a wave imprisonment. Mm-hmm. But then he goes and starts and goes to Potiphar's household and becomes a
2: slave there. It's kind of the beginning of the Joseph story.
0: I don't know if you have anything you want to add to the story, Brother Peter Teresa.
2: No, that's, uh, that's a great great little summary of, of how Joseph ends himself in, uh, in slavery in prison.
0: So let's just start out with start with like Joseph himself. Is there anything he does that, is there anything he could have done differently maybe like that he doesn't put himself in this position or is this kind of inevitable? Is there a certain sense of it in which like the brothers are just going to be jealous. He's just going to get thrown in the cistern. Is there any way in which even the way he acted could have been like different or like prevented it or is there any way in which he approaches it wrongly or is he... I, I go with two
1: answers mm-hmm. uh, I, I, back and forth because a part of me says, well obviously we, see, we know the end of the story
0: Yes, and
1: God uses it to actually save all of Joseph's yes. families. So yes. God uses this whole situation, puts Joseph to the second man in Egypt, saves his family. So God wanted this to happen, you know, in mm-hmm. a sense, um, we see the will of God working through all of it. He didn't want his brothers to be jealous. He didn't want his brothers to act this way, but didn't want to use all of it for Joseph to save his brothers. So part of it's, well, this was God's the one who sent the dreams. Joseph just talked about them.
0: Like, yes, I, I can't yes. really
1: blame Joseph for these things. At the same time, there's another part of it like, hey, Joseph, you don't have to flaunt, you know, these dreams in front of your brothers. Like, hey, uh, you're all going to worship me one day. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. hey, dad, you're going to worship me one day. Like, maybe there's certain things the Lord's doing that uh, is for you in your heart. And this is an important part of the spiritual life. Sometimes God gives us things that it's that God gives for us. And yes. it, even like I've had conversations with people where I feel like I've had an insight into the person, but I've really felt God tell me like, this is for you to help you in this moment, understand the person. This is not for you to bring up to the person. Mm-hmm. It's just to give you an insight into what's going on. And, um, so we have to be sensitive to, because sometimes we get, we're, we're talking to some, we have some real insights, sometimes it's on the natural, sometimes on the spiritual, and sometimes those should be shared. Because they're really insightful. Sometimes the Lord's like, no, you're not you're not supposed to share this. These the, because I'm just want you to understand the situation for you to better approach it.
0: Yeah. But I think we're also talking about like kind of the mystery of like the, the Lord working good out of something evil and um, that he works all things to good. To add my own two cents to it. I also like to think of it that, that there, there's a chance in which Joseph could have been a little prideful in what he's saying, like, oh look at me. But that isn't that doesn't invalidate the dreams, but in the mystery of suffering that that his like having been sold into slavery, going into prison actually like humbles him like Mm -hmm. before the Lord. So that way when his brothers do like, quote unquote, like bow down and worship him or like reverence him, that he's actually in a place where he can receive it in a way in which the Lord wants. It actually leads to them being blessed through Joseph. Instead of like a domineering, a tyrannical type of like domination, it actually becomes like a tremendous gift for the very brothers who threw him into prison.
2: I think there are maybe two just important facts that we can kind of glean from the the dynamics is that one is that his father really favors him. Um, so he's his father's favorite son. It's the son of his old age. It's the son of, of the wife that he loves the most. And so he gives him the coat and, and nobody else. And so I think that is not Joseph's fault that he's the favorite. Um, and so I think that contributes to the jealousy that the brothers have. But we're also told too that when they're out in the fields, Joseph will come back and give a bad report of his brothers and kind of like <laughs> tell on them about how they're not doing the job well. And so, you know, he's certainly contributing to their, their ill will and their feelings to in, him in, in that way. Um, and so I do think that he recognizes that, you know, he's kind of dad's favorite, he's mom's favorite, uh, and he, he's favored in that way. And so I do think he, he, he might have a, uh, a puffed up sense of, of of self and then he's certainly not endearing himself to his brothers by going home and and you know giving a bad report and then sharing these dreams about how everyone is going to bow down to him and so i do think that there's a degree in which his he does need some character development some character formation and the trials that he's about to experience i think his brother paul just said is, is definitely going to Humble him so that the blessings that God wants to bestow upon him is going to fall on on on, on good soil on his soul.
0: I also wonder if we can say about the character of Joseph too. I just kind of this thought as you were saying that, is like this desire for like Joseph to be loved. And mm-hmm. so he maybe doesn't know how to deal with his brothers. Mm-hmm. And so he thinks like, oh, like like I have this vision, like I can tell him about this. But then also, like, th- there might be a way in which, he, like, he also wants his father's love, the way he's been getting, and so we know if he like tells on the brothers, like, and so he kind of puts himself in this like position of just wanting to receive the love, yeah. But not knowing how to act to actually make yeah. it come about, so it actually ends up like kind of backfiring, mm-hmm. which is which is just interesting,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: And then so that's Joseph, and then obviously he gets through. That's obviously the sister and in sold to his brothers. But then how does he actually end up in prison? So he's in slavery. He ends up in that household.
1: Yeah. So. He's imprisoned, and he rises up. He's obviously a very uh, gifted individual. And And he's in Egypt. He goes into Egypt. He's in Egypt. He's working for Potiphar, and he becomes the head of his household. He trusts him with the keys to the house. He trusts him with everything. Mm -hmm. Well, Potiphar's wife falls in love with Joseph and wants to sleep with him. So she's she, a few times, is the temptress when Potiphar's away, like, sleep with me, sleep with me, sleep with me. And finally, the opportunity arises when there's no one else around um, in the general vicinity. She's like, listen, sleep with me. And he goes no, and she grabs his his garments, and he runs away, and she holds his garments. He's run away naked, and so then she screams, and now the other servants were away coming in. She's like, Joseph tried to took off his clothes and tried to rape me, right? She falsely accuses mm-hmm. him. Of And Potiphar's like, what are you doing? And he throws him in prison. So Joseph, again, it's kind of like, you know, no good deed goes unpunished is how you must feel if you're Joseph. Because he's <laughs> you know, like, do anything yes. wrong, brother thrown into slavery. Like, don't do yes. anything wrong, now you're thrown in prison. And so Joseph ends up in prison because of this.
0: So then what's Joseph's response when he gets thrown into prison?
1: Um, accepting Wait. of the... Oh,
2: go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no,
0: oh, well, you have the account, maybe you can even just say, like, I don't know if there's, if there's much that it says about it, but... Maybe just kind of break right into the word yeah, no, this a little is, bit.
2: Uh, this is Genesis 39, 21, and we were told that the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. Whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed.
0: That's beautiful. The Lord was with him. So I don't know if you want to add that comment on any of that. So he's in prison. It says the Lord is with him.
1: I mean, I think we're talking about this, you know, freedom from captivity. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we just think about freedom from captivity. We don't want to think yeah. about what the
0: Lord wants to do with
1: us in captivity. Mm-hmm. Like in this place of imprisonment, God is still working. He's showing Joseph great favor. He is building him up. Obviously, this is the time he's going to use to put Joseph in front of the, the Pharaoh and, you know, bring him to the second of the kingdom. And and, and Joseph receives it. He accepts it. Like Joseph has, has. Um, so basically two roads diverge in a wood. He, he has an opportunity mm-hmm. to just get bitter with God, get mm-hmm. angry, and let this turn to sin. And if yes. he let his heart become bitter towards God in the imprisonment, he misses all the blessing. He misses all God wants to do because yes. his heart is not sensitive to the movement of spirit in this time. But because he says, okay, God, like I didn't do anything wrong. I stand, I stand before you, or maybe with some pride and maybe some little sins, but I have not like done anything that deserves prison. And yet here mm-hmm. I am. And so fiat, like I accept your will. I'm here. Yep. I trust you.
0: And even though Joseph is like a little prideful, it's not in such a way, like it's almost like the pride of youth. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like a character defect. It's like one of those, it's just kind of like a natural, like kind of pride you can maybe say. So like, he's willing to be humble too. Like he's obviously willing to listen. Um, he said, he kind of just submits himself to the situation in there. Um, So most certainly, no, that's beautiful too, to what we do when we're in the prison. I don't know if you have anything you want to throw in. <laughs> yeah. I computer. mean,
2: I'm just thinking of, of what has led up to Joseph in, in this point and you know he has been betrayed to the you know nth degree by his blood by his family you know and, and his and his brothers have betrayed him to such a degree that like they were ready to murder him um, and yeah. the uh, just the the psychological pain that that mm-hmm. might cause in, in one's heart and one's soul. And then to have one of the brothers, I think it was Judah, like we said, intervene to, to save his life. So yeah. says, Oh, okay. Instead of killing you, we're going to offer you this, the, this mercy of selling you into slavery. Um, and, and so he's gone from his, his, his father's favorite to being almost murdered by his brothers to being sold into slavery. And, and I think just how easy it could have been for Joseph to be like, you know what, like, forget this, like, Forget my family. Forget God. Uh, there's this woman throwing herself at me, and I'm just going to take advantage of that opportunity, yes. and and no one's going to know. Uh, but but he stays righteous. He stays faithful to God um, in that situation, and so then when he does find himself now falsely accused and imprisoned, that. Um, that this is not a prison of, of his own making. Um, yeah. and, and that's no, totally unjustly.
0: Yeah. No, totally. And the, unjustly. and the
2: Lord, the Lord is with him and the Lord is allowing him to, 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 to prosper and, and taking care of him. And, and the Lord has his own plans and his own designs that, you know, the dream that he had in his youth, um, he's about as far away from the fulfillment of that dream as, as, as the eyes of the world might seem, mm-hmm. you know, he's, He's been uh, a slave. Now he's in prison, and and how how is this dream going to come to pass? And um, and he doesn't quite know it, um, but he knows that the Lord is with him. Um, and he has, and he's doing his best to to remain faithful to the Lord uh, during this time.
0: Well, I also think you could. I wonder too that because he doesn't sin, mm-hmm. it's almost one of those things where, like, even had he have sinned, the outcome could have been the same, right? Whereas like he could have been caught, he would have been reported. Maybe she gets pregnant, whatever it is. So he's kind of in like a catch twenty two, you could say. But obviously there's the right decision to make in mm-hmm. that, even when like you're kind of caught in the corner. And so we have that beautiful line in scripture where it says like the Lord is was with him with mm-hmm. steadfast love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, but now if he chooses to sleep with the woman and he gets caught in his sin, like I wonder if that reads a little differently. Where it might be it starts out with like Joseph had to repent. Yes, and with many tears and for many days that he languished in the prison right um like who knows how that 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 changes what happens there but because he's able to act justly even in the midst of of a tremendous trial and then we also see the the fruit that ends up producing too uh, kind of all alluded to it also makes you think of even like uh, different examples too from the from the lives of the saints but even saint john of the cross was uh, like imprisoned by his own community yes and in the mystery of it it's actually when he's imprisoned when there's very little light, there's like one little beam of light that comes through, but it's usually obscured in darkness. That he actually writes the the the, the poem, The Dark Night of the Soul, which becomes one of like the spiritual treasures of mm-hmm. the church. But it all came from his fellow monk brothers <laughs> betraying him, mm-hmm. not liking the austerity in which he was trying to implement the reforms, and then throwing him in a literal cell in the like the dungeon of like, the monastery. Yes. yes. And then you yeah. see the good that, that works out through it. So,
1: well, you just mentioned it, but just uh, the freedom of conscience mm-hmm. yes. like, to be truly free. If you're, if you cl- have a clean, that's such a good word. That's you such are a free. Good word. You are free no matter where you want. The
0: freedom of conscience. We just need to say that again. That is, nope. that is yeah. a truly a tremendous. And, and
1: that's where true freedom is found. Like if you can follow your conscience, you follow the Lord, you're going to be free no matter if you're in the deepest dungeon of the the cell and what your brothers yes. have done to you and the deepest dungeon in Egypt, away from your homeland, um, that, that he's free because he chooses to do what God wants, mm-hmm. but he could have been in a double prison,
0: the yes. prison of mm-hmm. not only the
1: physical prison but the prison of his own conscience, the prison of his own heart, because he gave in to this woman. And because he doesn't, because he stands with a clean conscience, he can stand free in freedom, no matter where he is.
2: I think he 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 shows us that um, that you can still choose to do the right thing, even when you're in a catch twenty two. Um, yes. even when you are in prison that that this the, that our freedom that God has given us it's part of what has has made us in his image and likeness that that he gives us this ability to 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 choose and to know and to choose the good and Joseph has every reason to claim that he is um that you know he was just in a bad situation and he made a bad decision you know mm-hmm. what i mean and, and you know my brothers betrayed me they tried to kill me they sold me into slavery you know it's not my fault that this woman threw herself at me um, but but joseph refuses to be a prisoner of his circumstances he refuses to be a, a prisoner of his situation and he still chooses to to follow god and so i think like as father is saying that, that that freedom of conscience that that i think so time so often we can um, make excuses for ourselves because of our situations, because of our circumstances, because of the way that people close who have hurt us and betrayed us and and have harmed us and wronged us. And so then we we kind of let ourselves off the hook um, for maybe following God as as well or with as much zeal yes. um, as 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 we're actually capable of. And and it's not to say that it wasn't easy or it wasn't, it wasn't difficult, but that Joseph shows that, that even in a material prison, that you can still be morally and spiritually free and, and mature in that way.
0: And I'd even make the argument that, you, that there's a greater freedom in that freedom of conscience, like, mm-hmm. like to be in prison, but to recognize you've done no wrong. That, that it's like, it's one of those things like the internal tensions I feel when I'm like in a state of syndrome, I'm like, man, I should not have done this. <laughs> and there's also like all this shame that comes on to yes. it. I'm like, but I don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> yes. um yeah. Like, and it, like it can be this real, like it's not pleasant at all. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and it's one of those things too, where, where if you, So to have that and then to be an actual prison too, like if you don't know how to address that, that it also spirals then where it just gets more and more and more. And then it is easy to fall into despair and be like, well, God has abandoned me. Mm -hmm. I'm already in this situation. Um, I'm now blinding myself to my own conscience so that I can then cope in prison and whatever sinful things I need to do to, to then be able to cope and do those things. Um, and so, like you actually just find yourself more and more in slavery yeah. as yes. you do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Just, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So praise be to God. But then, so how does uh, how does the story of Joseph end, though? So if, well, I guess the next question is, how do we get out of prison? How do we
1: get out of prison? So how do we get out of prison? There's some fellow prisoners, um, and one was the chief cupbearer, the wine winebearer, uh, the sommelier for Pharaoh. Ooh and one was Fancy. the uh, the baker and basically they both have dreams they're distressed uh, joseph's like tell me your dreams and so the 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 cupbearer has a dream basically he has some cups and grapes and he is giving wine to pharaoh again and joseph says oh well, when 3 days you're going to be restored to Pharaoh. He's like, remember me when you are restored to Pharaoh. And the baker's like, oh, that's a great interpretation. And he tells a story about how he's got like some baked goods and the birds eat them. And Joseph's like, in three days, you're going to be hanged. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, and that's exactly what happens in three days. And and so the cupbearer goes before Pharaoh and completely forgets about Joseph. And we don't know how long so that is. Forward. We just know that it just says he forgets about uh, Joseph until Pharaoh has a dream. And Pharaoh's and no one can interpret it. And the cupbearer is like, oh boy, I know someone who- Have can, I got the guy yeah, yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah. Pharaoh, uh, forgot about this guy, but there's a guy in prison who can interpret yeah. dreams. I okay, got this guy named Joseph. It's a little sketchy. <laughs> He's in a weird place, but- <laughs> It's not from here, but he can help you out. And then Joseph, Pharaoh has a dream basically about how there's going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And uh, Joseph comes and interprets that dream for him and says, you need to have a wise person store up grain for seven years to prepare for seven years of famine. And Pharaoh's like, I don't know anybody wiser than you, so you're going to do it for us. And so Pharaoh, Joseph is not only released from prison, but immediately becomes the second most powerful man in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Like literally it's from president one day to second most, it's like vice president of the U S the next day. Yes. Um, it's this incredible. Like how God can just shift things that quickly, which is I think, an it's just an incredible miracle. One that God uses, it's God who gets him out of prison. Like Joseph can not interpret dreams. Joseph doesn't have that ability. It's even
0: interesting to think about like, even the dreams given to the people, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. God that, gave that works. the
1: dreams. God gave the interpretation of the dreams. So each of these dreams would not want to have been the baker, but <laughs> yeah. And, and and Joseph interprets all these dreams, which leads to his not only his freedom, but his um his being brought up uh in the kingdom of Egypt. So it's this um how how God again he restores the fortunes. He he has a plan all along. And and when the time was right, he it carried it all out. And even when it was right, so the cupbearer, God wasn't ready yet. Yeah. He didn't, it's not like he gave Pharaoh a dream the next day. He mm-hmm. waited for the right time. Whatever that time, whatever that reason was, he needed Joseph. He could have given Pharaoh the dream the next day, but he didn't. It says he Joseph had to wait a while. But eventually, Pharaoh's given that dream. And that was the timing. Um, for whatever reason God wanted. And it's kind of this, these mysteries of God. Yes. Like why God did it, et cetera. But that God can literally restore fortunes in the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm.
2: No, the the story does, the way it does play itself out is that. Um, that, that that it's hard it's hard to know actually whether or not this was like God's plan A or plan B or plan C. You know, if this if if God willed for for Joseph's brothers to 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 do this to him and and, but God had a plan to to save His people and He needed to get His people to Egypt somehow. Um, and so we probably want it's probably not His plan A. He probably didn't will that Joseph's brother. You know commit fratricide and you know try to kill their brother and things like that God does not you
0: well, know, we would say that God definite will well God doesn't
2: will evil things to happen um, but but God has a plan to, to save Joseph God has a plan to save Joseph's family and God has a plan to save Joseph's people um, and so all of these evil things that happen to Joseph, all of these prisons that he finds himself in that um, the Lord orchestrates it so beautifully that when you do read it you're like well maybe maybe that was the plan all along because mm-hmm. of just how beautifully god uses all of it and redeems all of it um and joseph then even says at the very end you know that that you meant this for evil but god meant it for my good um and so i think that this this so this story shows us and for us getting out of prison that that god has a plan Wow. And I think that God's plan, when it's revealed to us, is going to 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 appear so true and so good and so beautiful that that it's going to be hard for us to imagine us going through our lives and, and our past being any different than than what it was, and 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 how you know because it brought us to this moment of redemption, of freedom, of deliverance, and we wouldn't have got there had we not been in the prisons, and so. It's not to say that God wills that or desires that, but His ability to use it um, is so so good and so beautiful and so powerful that that we'll almost we'll look back on it and say, "Oh, this was this was absolutely worth it," and and this was this this seemingly was a good thing, and 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 just because we'll experience. Just the beauty of, of God's saving action.
1: God refuses to control Joseph's brothers. Yeah. Like he's like, All right, if this is how the brothers are going to act, I'm going to use it. Like I'm not, I, I, I refuse to take away free will. Mm-hmm. And this is how they're going to act. And and that's the beauty of, of how God works. And so that we find ourselves in prison, but like you said, God's not done working in the midst of it.
0: No, that's, no, the, the mystery of freedom and grace. Yes, but I, but I think it's important too that, that we can't always see that, but. But God, like God, won't be thwarted, mm-hmm. and we can say most certainly that that God, the thing He desires most is that each and every one of us would be with Him in eternal glory, um, for all of eternity, and that He's always working those ends to to make that happen. Um, that doesn't mean it's a guarantee. We have to cooperate with those within those plans and in the mystery. But I just said of freedom and grace. But to have tremendous courage in that, and then the freedom that God gives us to cooperate. Um, but also to know that God's with us. That. That even if we can't see it even if we're in the prison cell and it's totally dark and we can't see the light that doesn't mean the light isn't there and it doesn't mean the lord's abandoned you and who knows how long joseph i think that we had made a great point where who knows yeah. how long joseph had to wait for that cupbearer uh to tell pharaoh about that dream could have been years joseph could have been an old his dad father was already an old man he could have mm-hmm. like joseph himself could have been a man in his 80s you know who knows mm-hmm. um but just to say like we get we get the full picture of it that god's above he's going to help us in those time of trials and I don't know whose question it is now. Who has to answer still? I think
2: I'm up. I yeah. think, I think okay. Father Anthony is going uh, to
0: I need to copy up before we get into
1: that, though. I did. I realized five minutes after I said it, I made a mistake and I just have to go backwards. Oh, please. Yeah. I said Joseph was the daughter of Rebecca. He, he was the. Rebe- yeah, he was the son of Rebecca. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. He was the, the man. Son- no, no, he was not. He's the son of Rachel. <laughs> that's right. That's yes, right. He's yes, the son of Rachel. Yes, Rachel is yes, Joseph's mother. Yes, Rebecca yes. is his grandmother. So,
0: so if at minute three but, you quit because you thought it was yeah. inaccurate, know that we, we came
1: we, back. We came back and, and fixed it. Um, no, I, so I've given my historical figure, mm-hmm. Adam. I've given my saint, John the Beloved. I've given someone who I know currently living, Sister Martha. But it's someone who currently living who I don't know. And I'm gonna go with um Ivan, the vision, one of the visionaries of Metro. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. I think it would be awesome to talk about to a visionary of, of Mary, like someone who's Yes. even <laughs> no, that definitely he, would be the Pope has approved. The church approved those at least the first seven visions. So Did they a,
0: approve the first? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. So, first, we know so the he church
1: is. has approved that he is a Mary has had Marian apparitions. And so I could go talk to someone who well, is. What's the first question you ask him? Could, does he have to like answer anything I ask or?
0: Is yeah, it? in this in this scenario, in this world that we're orchestrating, <laughs> I want, he is compelled.
1: I want to know that the 10 secrets given by
0: me. <laughs> 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 you know the uh, secrets you can't tell anyone about. Yeah, tell, yes. <laughs> tell he will me, tell me all 10 of them. <laughs> tell me
1: the secrets. Uh, uh,
0: that's this what I think funny. I'd ask about the secrets. Yeah. That's too Yeah, funny. that's 100% what I'd ask. <laughs> First question, what are the 10 secrets? <laughs> He's um, just
2: taking the truth serum. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's yes. too funny. Our um, Lady would probably gag him, so you probably. Yeah, yeah, if you used to. Protect they, you'd hear the 10th
0: one and be immediately struck dead. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. right. Um, I ask
1: her, what does Our Lady look like? Like, what's it like?
0: For like, just, sure. What's the experience like? Can mm-hmm. like, you me. put in a good word? Yeah. <laughs> tell her I'm ready, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on that note, Father Anthony, do you mind ending in a prayer if we get your blessing as well?
1: Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, recognizing the prisons in our life, um, that the prison of sin has consumed us, the prison of, of other people's words, other people's actions that have imprisoned us, that we found ourselves captive in so many ways in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and that you're the one who brings freedom That you work um, all things for the good, for those who love you, called in to your purpose, so we ask you to minister your love, your presence, your peace to be upon us and be with us, that we might experience Freedom, freedom in our hearts, freedom in our souls, the ability to, to know you and to love you in a deeper way this day. And may your blessing come down upon each and every one of us as I bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go
0: in peace. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's F A I T H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith/give. That's
1: becomefire.faith/give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.